0: sports beat on the bay good morning everybody this is sports beat 88.7 on monday january 17th in a winter wonderland with dave percival and and dan castle and
1: grant's here as
0: well you know what i'm starting to get a little like, performance anxiety <laughs> are you yeah like true performance anxiety now Wait, dan, dan is monitoring how my, my introduction mm, well what are I, we going to do about it i get it i don't know I'm not really the person to talk to because uh, maybe I shouldn't say this, but every single morning I, I get very anxious before I even uh, crack crack the mic open for the first time. Horrible. Crack what open? That, well, that too, but. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, okay. A little bit of Leaf news. Uh, not a lot, but anyway, the, uh, 6-5 win over the St. Louis Blues. A very uh, undermanned St. Louis Blues, I will state. Like, everybody's forgetting that they were missing most of their team. Colton Prako. Vladimir Tarasenko, Bushnevich. they were missing a lot of key guys. Um, Leafs looked Leafs looked good. Uh, the key thing to mention here, I think it's time Dano and Grant that they give uh, Jack Campbell a rest. He's starting to look a little tired in net. Um, you know, he which he's played a lot of minutes. I think he's played the most minutes of anybody. It's time to give Mrazek a shot yep. when they've got a twenty-three and nine record. I would think. No, for sure. Defense looked a bit spotty too. Muzzin has not had a great year. Jake Muzzin did not look good uh, with Timothy Lilligren, who looked quite good actually, but got caught a couple of times. Matthews uh, key to note about Austin Matthews: wired that shot home. Uh, if he scores against the Rangers Wednesday night, he breaks a record for most consecutive games by a player scoring on the road. Yes, um, guy is the, you know the sky's the limit for him, and I see him scoring against the Rangers too, who are pretty who can be a loose defensive team as well. Um, you know, as I said, they've got to keep the pedal down though, Dan. I just realized that that those two Metropolitan Division and the Leafs division, most of the teams are running around the Leafs record.
1: No, for sure. It's very so, competitive.
0: I, as I said to Grant, it's not like they're out of a playoff spot, but if they ever go on any any dive, you never know what could happen. Yep. Um Sheldon Keefe intrigues me as a coach too. I'm watching the game as a fan who doesn't know a lot about sports, and I see the Leafs up 3-1, and I see him screaming on the bench at players. And sure enough, 3-2, 3-3, he knows, uh, he, he knows exactly when the Leafs are going to implode. And they did not look like they were going to implode, is my point. But he, right. he And then he called a timeout, which was a timely thing, and the Leafs kind of snapped back around. So the guy knows his hockey. There's, uh, most of these guys do.
1: No, no, for sure. But I have a strange
0: yeah. sneaking suspicion he's as he relates pretty well and he seems to really have a handle on this stuff. He knows his players. Yeah, put, yeah, potentially. So, anyway, that's just my take on it. Um, okay, the Joker. We got to talk about Djokovic. What do you think, Dan? He's I love been it. kicked out of Australia. I love it. Now, 3 years before he can even head back there, but as you said, you said there are other countries that it's uh, problematic. Well, it's
1: very stringent in France. It's very stringent in the UK and in the state of New York. So those are all, uh, you know, vaccine requirement places. So he may not play a
0: major this year. Right, and and maybe not, like I said. And that's,
1: sorry to interrupt you, but that's, he's right now chasing to become the all-time leader at 21 for, because he's got 20, he's tied with Rafa and and, uh, Federer for 20 majors.
0: But you know, if you just keep your mouth shut and do you the right thing, he's tarnishing his a great reputation as a player. He's yeah. it's really tarnished now, and you know, and I think we're all having a good chuckle that he was that he's been booted out of the country. Yep. Does open up a lot of opportunity for other guys. And Dennis Shapovalov wins his first uh, his first match. Uh, so he's I'd like to see him do well. You know, he's a he's keen and uh, very solid player, one of the best in the world. No, nope, for sure. Opens it right up. Those Toronto Raptors, Dan, twenty-one and nineteen, uh, they beat a. Giannis Antetokounmpo, Milwaukee Bucks team, the other night. A
1: full lineup.
0: Shockingly, yes. Uh, the, you know coming what?
1: off a loss to the lowly Detroit Pistons, but you got to remember, you got Casey, ex-Raptor coach, is there, and Detroit is playing like old school Detroit basketball now. Yeah, they're playing hard basketball. They play very hard, hard, hard defense, all that sort of stuff. And so every time they go in, they say, like the Toronto players say, it's like a playoff game every time they go into Detroit.
0: Yeah, most definitely. And they play hard. As you said, heavy elbows under the basket the whole nine yards. So tonight they're playing the Miami Heat, minus Kyle Lowry, who is not going to be playing, which is a shame. It would have been good to see him back in Toronto. But you know, Van Fleet's numbers in Kyle Lowry's best year, and there's no point for me to be ad nauseum talking about his numbers, assists, and so on and so forth. Van Fleet's numbers are on completely on par with uh, Kyle Lowry's best year numbers. Yeah. He is a mini, like he's a Kyle Lowry, his whole performance, and uh, just a younger version, I would say, eh, Dan? And he's an all-star as well.
1: No, for sure. But you know? he hasn't been selected for the all has he? Oh, no, I'm thinking of... Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm thinking about another player. No, he has yeah. not been. Oh, he hasn't, okay. Same. but
0: And they probably aren't going to select him, but the guy is a tremendous yeah. athlete. And, you know, anything at 21 and 19, I wouldn't have predicted the Raptors were over 500. So they're in a playoff spot as we speak, yep. you know, and, and they're half the season. They've, they've played pretty well when you think about it. Um, what's going on in Hawaii, Dan? These numbers, okay, I just, the only reason I bring up the Sony Open because the weather looked great when yeah. I saw a little wee bit of it is uh, Hideki Matsuyama, who is, I think, one of the most the best iron player in the world. Um, he came in at 65, 63, 63. Uh, he was only 23 under compared to last week at 34 yeah. under. These, I wonder what it is with these Hawaiian courses. Like, obviously, they don't play as tough score-wise, and uh, the conditions are probably very nice there.
1: No, for sure. I mean, it, it, those are really low. Like, going back-to-back back where... The so winner was, what, 34, and then this week, 23? Like, that's very low scoring. Yeah,
0: beat Russell Hen- Henley in a playoff. If Furek, who I wanted to see do well, yeah. he didn't hang in. He was only 9-under, but he didn't really hang yeah. in with these guys. But, yeah. uh, hey, good start for him. That's great. So, uh, did you catch any football? Caught a little bit of football. You did, didn't you? Yes. So, were there – well, let's just start at the front. I don't think there were a lot of surprises. You will you might correct me on that, or surprises that we saw anyway. Um, Cincinnati 26, Vegas 19, the Cincinnati Bengals keep rolling along first playoff in 30 years Yep, and a win and a win
1: like that. Joe Burroughs is a winner. He's, he's a great quarterback. It's fantastic. And, and his, uh, favorite target, uh, Chase is awesome as well.
0: Yeah. And I love the way they started in Cincinnati marched right downfield, you know, puts a team when they walk right into the end zone, but what about the refereeing? Like, we're going to talk about that later. The refereeing was, was well, horrible. they,
1: they seem to miss that play. But why are they blowing the whistle? He
0: wasn't out of bounds. Yeah, why would somebody have that whistle activated in their mouth anyway? Exactly. <laughs> right? Okay, so we'll come back to the refereeing in a minute. Uh, Buffalo Bills demolished the New England Patriots. So the Bill Belichuk, the worry about all that. Yep. They slipped by them 47-17.
1: No, for sure. It, it, was, uh, it was good to see. Because well, you remember that last game that the that New England came into Buffalo. It was terrible, windy weather, and they just ran the ball the whole time and beat them.
0: That's right, yeah.
1: And they didn't have, and it seemed like Buffalo didn't have an answer for the run game. And I remember the two, uh, I think it was the two safeties, or one was a sa- one's a safety, one's a corner, and they were they were getting grilled afterwards, and literally like like they were upset that. They lost the game, obviously, but but just the fact that, you know, they threw the ball three times in that game.
0: Yeah, ex- exactly. Really good point. But the Buffalo Bills are, are in a position I think to big game though against Tennessee, but the Bills look really, really good. Um, Tampa Bay, no surprise, you're up thirty one nothing. 15 garbage points for the Eagles at the end. The Bucks roll right along at 31-15. Mm-hmm. Watch a little bit of that game, too. And, you know, as you said, garbage points. It's irrelevant that they got the two touchdowns at the end. It just doesn't mean anything, no. right? Um, my new favorite team. I'm, I'm on a new wagon, on yeah. a new bandwagon. The San Francisco 49ers over the Dallas Cowboys. Now, that's an upset.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, In the a point way. spread was three, which isn't a great big. But but theoretically, Dallas has a team that should have gone uh, relatively deep this year. Right. And it was just a huge disappointment for them and their organization that they lost yesterday. I'm sure there's a lot of fans around uh, North America right now that think it looks great on the Dallas Cowboys and all that sort of stuff. Um, Jerry Jones is on record to say he is disappointed and sickened by the performance of his team.
0: Well, I'm not sure it sickens a bit much, but, yep. you know, as I said, the thing about San Francisco that I like is they've got that explosive running game, too. They've got a great running game. Their kicker's fantastic. You know, you don't say about it, but he was drilling them from 50 yards, and he had lots to spare, too. Yep. Pretty nice when you know you're going to get three out of your kicker every time. But what about Dak Prescott? Yep. I Even I couldn't understand why he wouldn't have gone to the sideline. What was he doing running up the middle in the first place? When he was within striking distance, I know oh, for sure. it was a dumb thing with 14 seconds. Then he hands the ball to his center because he panicked and had to hand it to the referee who ran into him too for good measure, running up the field. What a nightmare! Yeah, you know, and I'm surprised that that whole thing was it reeked a panic.
1: Yeah, it makes no sense. I mean, Dak Prescott. It's not like he's new to the game. Like he's he's an all star. He's a great football quarterback but you're right he was just like this total gaff.
0: and ezekiel elliot is giving them nothing like they're, they're, their their main it? two guys 30, is pollard. 31. 31 yards on 12 carries and their main guy is pollard now yeah. who looks pretty serviceable but anyway yeah i sickening i'm not sure but it did make me laugh i'm i'm i was shocked at that whole thing but they weren't necessarily going to go into the end zone either dan that's the other thing but yeah. at least they were going to have a play and a chance right
1: yeah, it's crazy.
0: Your Pittsburgh Steelers. I keep saying your Pittsburgh Steelers. Big Ben's done. Yep. Um, you thought he would I have a Renaissance a, game. I thought
1: there might be a little magic left because um, they did have uh, Claypool is healthy. They did have some things that were going on. Uh, well, start the start of the game with uh, T.J. Watt with the turnover and touchdown. I mean that was fantastic. So I was like, here we go. And then boom, it was it was no. We didn't see anything offensively
0: from the Steelers after that. And I didn't see a lot of that game when I saw the other ones. But Pittsburgh, Mahomes, how was he at 30 at 39? He beat – uh,
1: Threw over 400 yards. Like, it was – they looked like the 2020 um, Chiefs.
0: All right. Well, then, you know what? It's it's It sets up for the another AFC, great weekend.
1: The AFC is super competitive because you have the top four teams. Like, we'll see what happens with the Bills and the Titans. I mean, it's – whoever moves on, like, there's, there's – it's not going to be an upset. It, either way, they're both great – and then when you have uh, these Bengals, you know they're fantastic as well. So you never know with it with the Chiefs. So you never know who's going to come out of there. I still think that the NFC is pretty much locked up with Green Bay and uh, the Buccaneers.
0: I think you're probably right. No, I know you're right on that. And Burrow, you said about Burrow, he's a super poised guy, isn't he? For a young guy, he's tremendous. A he's a winner. Yeah, he like, is. And he looks under- He does He doesn't get rattled with yeah. anything, does he? No, yeah. huge. But yeah, so I'm not did we miss any games? Like I think the the games kinda of went out the way we thought they would go. Did we
1: talk about five games?
0: Yes, we did. That
1: we didn't miss a game.
0: Oh Arizona we That's still got Arizona in right. LA and we yeah. did it. Yes, we did. We got Arizona in LA tonight, which yep. should be another barn burner. Yep. I'm looking at the LA Rams in that one. Yeah. I'm thinking with Arizona's four losses, it's going to be good. Now we're going to talk about. I like your your idea. We're going to talk about refereeing in general. Now I'm, you know, I thought about that before we came in, but yeah. it's hard to compare sports and refereeing. No, you
1: can compare it. All right, they have a job to do.
0: Fair enough. Like you can, we
1: can think about all the the different sports, and we can, you know, we should formulate. Some sort of list that talks about who, who, what sport has the worst referee? Right. As opposed, like, let's just load right on top of these poor refs.
0: Yeah, I think so because and, ref- and umpires, like they're the refs. Yeah, they're part of it. They're uh, a ref. Well, yeah. let's not forget the judges in figure skating, please. Oh, we're gonna go back we're, down, down to figure just, skating. <laughs> skating. We're no, go we just down. talking. I, no, I hear that too. Oh, let's bring as, that in.
1: We might as well talk about the competition judges in the F one too, for Jeff.
0: Yeah, well then let's make it the full gamut of everything, right? Yeah. I like that idea. I think that's that's a topic we should probably investigate, though.
1: Yes, I just know well, you We should... don't want to just shoot from our hip. And All right, well we out. can
0: shoot from our hip. We, no, can... we will
1: investigate. <laughs> because... So at least we know what we're talking about.
0: Right, but but in football, let's just touch that. If you can correct me, are yeah. there not about eight different umpires or referees? Yes. So there, there's back judges and everything else. Yep. So okay, so what about that whistle yesterday? What what are the what is going on there that the play was in was in well, motion Well
1: for one if you think about it, if the whistle like why was you're right why was the whistle blown to begin with So the the ball was literally already like in the guy's hand just before he caught it the whistle goes right if it should have been blown like right away like when it's like being released and it was you know like the, the fact, and it was just like they just decide oh no no you know it was a mistake well even a mistake whistle means dead play and they're like sorry you can do that you make that down over again it's not like they lose the down but they play the down over again so by the rules so these refs don't even know what the rules are
0: yeah we're exactly and and Okay, so on that set, okay, so he blows the whistle, which he shouldn't, whoever should not have done that. Then the play is supposed to come back, correct? Yep. But that didn't happen either. Right. They let the touchdown stand, which doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Would they not know that rule? You would think so. As you said? Well,
1: when they're having their uh, their ref uh, conference... Maybe it was just no. I didn't blow my whistle. No, nope, I didn't blow my whistle. Like no nobody one wanted. wanted to do it.
0: It. Nobody wanted to be accountable for the whistle. It was like when the, the Bob
1: Ray NDPs got in. No one. Had, no one voted for them. Remember that?
0: <laughs> That's right. Nobody wanted to state that they voted yes. for them. Oh, I knew you'd make it political. That's what I love about you, Dan. But no, let's let's do a little bit of research on that so we can properly chastise and go at the referees. Yes. Now, with that said, did you have you ever refereed anything? Yes. I refereed. We, I was 14 years old, I remember. They let all the 14-year-old hockey players take a refereeing course and referee 12 years old and down. Yep. And I'll tell you what, I liked the sound of the money they were going to give me for that. Yep. I hated it. I hated it. I had parents yelling at me. I was probably screwing up calls. It's, it's probably a little more stressful, not at that level, but I, my experience was not great refereeing 12-year-old kids when I was 14. There was nothing good about my experience. No. What about you? Uh,
1: I ended up, uh, same thing at university. <laughs> it was like, they, they were short refs. So I thought, Oh, I'll ref a couple intramural hockey games. Oh, And I mean, I didn't mind it, but it was just, I'd rather play than ref.
0: All right. Yeah. You're, you're a player. You're a lover, so, not, you're a lover not a fighter.
1: <laughs> but, uh, I, I don't know. I kind of liked it, but yeah, you do make mistakes. There is human error, but we're talking amateur hour, right? And you're talking your first experience. Like, think about these guys. How long they've been
0: refing for? I know it's a different. I, it, you know, you know they, they've got to know what they're doing.
1: It's they're they're the best. Should be the best in the country. Like that's yeah, your elite. There's there's little league refs in football, and all the way through. And I'm sure there's the college guys. And I think once you get to the NFL, that's when you are. You've made it as a, an official, right? Well, so, you're the best in the so world, right? should you not know what you're doing? Should you not know the rule book inside out? Like, if, if it was you and I out there, yeah, we're going to make huge mistakes because we're, we're not trained. Our eyes aren't trained. Like, it's it's a joke.
0: Whatever your sport is, at least you're going to know every rule, are you not? Yeah. Like, yeah, well, can, we can throw golf in there, too. They make some wacky calls in golf, too. Yeah. Okay, like we we'll they, throw they a
1: had, ball The head uh, ref uh, in that, that game, I forget who it was, but he, I don't know how many years he's been in the NFL. So, like, there is no excuse for not knowing the rules.
0: Right. And I think you're right. I just think nobody wanted to own up to blowing the whistle. So yeah. that's why it happened the way it did. I'll tell you what, a lot of fun, as always, guys. Uh, I'm Dave for Dan well, and Grant. I, I, oh. I just got one more thing. Oh, you got more stuff. No,
1: we haven't done this in a while. So yes. I just got a okay. quick shout out to Aaron and Connor doing a little bit of reno today. And I know they're listening.
0: Well, congrats. Hey, that's great. You know what? Hopefully that saves you a bit of money, Dan. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Dave for Dan and Grant. Have a fantastic day. We'll be back on Wednesday with more sports.